Welcome back to the On The Way podcast. I'm your host, Emily, and in the next five days, we are talking about the practices of moving. God has called us to move closer to people in relationship and closer to Jesus in our daily walk. We're starting today with welcoming. Welcome to welcoming. You're welcome. Jesus walked with all sorts of people on the way, showing welcome to outcasts rejected by society, and he welcomed people into relationship. We're talking with Steve and Jen, who have served in Asia with Tibetan Buddhists. Post-COVID, they and their team are now in the process of moving back to Asia. They share with us about some of the relationships they've built and how they've learned to both welcome others and receive welcome. Let's talk about how we welcome others on the way. I'm excited to talk to you today about the topic of welcome, and I'm really interested to just learn more from you uh, about what that looks like in your context. I mean, I realize that it's it's a word I use often, but have never actually taken time to define. So I was thinking about it and kind of considering the aspects of what does welcome mean? But I want to hear from you guys. What does What does that word welcome mean to you? In thinking about what does it mean, I think I would take the approach of how do I feel welcomed mm-hmm. and look at it from, from that perspective because sometimes it's a little easier to define if you kind of reverse the role. And so when I feel welcomed in a place, typically people are have that warm sense about them. They are not just physically there, but their presence is there. Their mind's not doing a lot of other things. They're present with me. I think that for me, welcome is bringing a person um, into either a place or a situation or a lifestyle that they feel invited to be a part of. Um, and I think you guys have done that really, really well. And I'd love to hear more about what does that practice look like in China? I think a lot of it begins with intentionality. And we can get so caught up in our day-to-day activities, whether we are living in the U.S. or we're living in China or somewhere else in the world. We have great intentions, and maybe the Lord stirs our heart to be focused on people. But if we're not intentional, we'll get caught up in just day-to-day life. I, I love relationships, and but out of those relationships, for me, is I'm headed with the intentionality of sharing the greatest relationship with them that I ever can. That usually comes in our context in China through building relationships. Um, When I meet someone for the first person, it's not likely that it's the conversation is going to go from zero to hero. And, you know, would you like to pray the sinner's prayer? That's that's just not the way it's going to happen. And so it, that welcoming is going to happen just through meeting them where they're at and building relationships. I think in our walk with Jesus, we have such a deep desire to, to share our faith, to share who Jesus is to us. Um, and I think it's a fine line with the, with the idea of welcome that there were always welcoming people regardless Mm -hmm. with the intention of Jesus welcomed me Mm -hmm. and therefore I welcome you and whatever you decide to do with that is up to you. But, um, I'm going to welcome you no matter what, how in your, in your life and in your work, have you, um, how have you walked that line to, to communicate welcome in a way that's kind of no strings attached, if you will? Yeah, I think, you know, I think, um, there's a couple of things. I think you need to anticipate and kind of embrace the awkward. 
Um, (laughs) because it's going to be there. And for us to act like it's not, you know, whether it's a cultural thing or, you know, in in the context that a lot of us are working in, it's not just culture, it's religion as well. Um, If you have only grown up in a Western U.S., um, kind of heavily churched context, then it's hard to understand where some of those awkward moments can come out. You know, I mean, you're talking people who have never heard the name of Jesus and they have like really set beliefs. There's going to be some awkwardness there, you know, uh, talking to a Tibetan um, and you flippantly bring up the idea of being born again. Well, guess what? That's just moved into an awkward conversation because they have a completely different context of what born again is. And so I think, you know, if we really want to welcome people, we have to anticipate that and we have to be willing to embrace it. You know, hey, it's a little awkward right now. It's okay. We knew this was coming. um, So we'll get through it. And And then the other part is that obviously, yes, we want people to become followers of Jesus but we want to build relationships with people because they're worthy of building relationship. Um, And whether they ever make that decision to become a Christ follower or not, doesn't change whether we should love them, whether we should engage in relationship with them. Um, I had a a video conference with a friend just last night from China, and um, she is still not a follower of Jesus. Um, and we've had some really, really great conversations about that. She's just not ready. Um, but I hadn't talked to her in a little while. And whenever, um, whenever she came on, you know, on the phone screen, just, I mean, my heart was full because this is someone who is such a close friend of our family. Um, she was, uh, a language teacher for our boys, like one of their very first language teachers, and so, I mean, I love her. Um, we pray for her and her family and believe that at some point who Jesus is is going to become real to her and it's going to make a difference. Um, but it doesn't change the way that I feel about her. And she is welcomed into our life, and she knows that. Um, her family is. She knows that. But you have to check your heart and your motive because, yeah, it comes off as a little sketchy if if we're just looking you know like there's some kind of great tally sheet that we're going to get to heaven and compare against other people like hey these are all the people that i want to the lord well that's kind of ridiculous and it's bad theology and so what our job is to do is to love people and through that we show them what it means to be in a loving relationship with Christ. I think that's how we welcome in a, in a sincere way. But if it's not in your heart, then it's just not, it's not going to be there. And you're probably better off just not to talk to people. I would call that doing life with people. Mm-hmm. And, and it's going to start small, most likely. And just through maybe being intentional to say hi, intentional to have a conversation, just kind of casual, it grows when you are purposeful in that. And not to take away either asking the Holy Spirit to open up doors of opportunity, walking through life with eyes wide open to see the people that He has placed in front of you. And before long, you've had enough small conversations that you begin to build a commonality. And the relationship that Steve just talked about, 
It didn't begin, that depth of relationship didn't just happen overnight. It happened through one conversation and another conversation and inviting them into our world so that we can share life vulnerably with them. And sometimes that's uncomfortable because in the beginning, if you've got cultural differences, it can be a little awkward. And sometimes Steve gives me a hard time because when it's awkward, I begin to just make it even more awkward. (laughs) And you just have to embrace it just is what it is and do your best. And And to keep in mind, it may be awkward for them too. So you don't have to act like you've got it all together. Just do life. Be real with people. Share Jesus with them. If he's the most important thing in my world, which he is, that is going to come out in conversation. That's going to come out in relationship because that's I'm not a I'm not a believer of Jesus Christ because I go to church on Sunday. He Jesus Christ has infiltrated my every day, every moment. And so as I'm sharing these every day, every moments with people in relationships, it comes out. Uh, and one of the very first things that we did together with, um, <laughs> with these particular friends, uh, they were dating. They were not yet <laughs> married. And, you know, she was like, I don't know, 24, 25 at the time. And obviously we were a little older. And um, uh, she just, she, she came up to me and she said, you guys have this really great marriage. Would you be willing to go on a double date with my with my boyfriend and me? And I was like, insert awkward. I was like, uh, yeah, sure. You know why not? And so um, uh, our Chinese language was terrible. I mean, we we were new. In we were emergent. Um, <laughs> thankfully, she had she had good English, but he did not. And so you know, they come in, they pick us up and we're just riding around. We're in a city, you know, 10, 12 million people and uh, just riding around the city. And we're like, where are we going? And we end up in this park in the middle of a city that's got this little tiny lake. And we literally rent a paddle boat that is in the shape of a giant rubber rubber ducky. Like what yellow you would, and everything. Like yellow and everything. <laughs> and the four of us... This is the double date. So the four of us get into the rubber ducky and paddle boat out into the middle of this lake uh, in the middle of this massive city. And But it's like, that's where the magic happens, yeah. you know? And so out there, sitting in that, in that crazy <laughs> rubber ducky, they start to talk to us about, um, we're, we're going to get married and we want to have a marriage like what you have. And it's just like this humbling stuff. What can we do? Well, of course, for us, that opened up a great conversation about the gospel and how Jesus influences every part of our life. And they didn't fully understand all of that, but it went from that to deeper relationship. We have a meal together. You know, by really getting in their world, not just welcoming them into our world. I I think that idea of welcoming has to be reciprocal. It has to be a two-way thing, um, or else you don't really develop a relationship if it's always on my terms. Absolutely. And if if I'm inviting someone into my world, if I'm inviting you, and you take the step to feel uncomfortable and come to church or come somewhere that makes you feel uncomfortable, I better be ready to get in that rubber ducky (laughs) or wherever it is uh, that someone is inviting me into. I just, I love that. For our listeners in the U.S., if, if you could give them one piece of advice or wisdom, 
How, what step could we take today to express welcome? Something very practical. I think um, just be intentional in your relationships, you know, and to recognize that there are people all around you all the time, you know, places that we take for granted. You go to work every day, you know, who's there? You know, somebody's going to be there that needs what you have. And to realize that there are things that we have to do throughout the course of the day. We, we understand that, you know, we have to, uh, we have to stay on task and we have to do stuff. But if we're really living out of a kingdom mindset, then we realize that people are, are the primary focus and not the tasks. Um, and so we can't see people as a means to an end. They are the end. Like just being with them and building a relationship, talking about Jesus. You know, the thing is, is, look at who he engaged. If you look at that, leaving the 99 to go to the one in Luke 15, the whole thing, those, all of those parables begin because Jesus is hanging out with this really rough crew. And the religious elite begin to be upset with him. Like, what are you doing hanging out with these people? And so leaving the 99 for the one and the, um, the lost coin and the, the parable of the lost sons, all of that comes out of the fact that Jesus is engaging in people's lives that the religious didn't think he should be engaging with. It was loving people for the sake of them being people and, and attempting to just love them into the kingdom of God. And so I feel like that's what it is. Just start. Just start looking, whether it's, it's a neighbor, a coworker, uh, a friend, a family member, just build relationship and be intentional. And I promise the Holy Spirit will open up sure. some type of opportunity because more than we want to see people in relationship with Jesus, the Holy Spirit wants to see people in relationship with Jesus. What about you? How can you be more like Jesus, leaving the 99 to go find the one and then welcome them back? Are you willing to embrace the awkward like Steve talked about? Maybe there's a rubber ducky boat in your future. You never know. Tomorrow, we'll take welcoming to the next level and talk about hospitality. Thanks for joining us on the way. I'm enjoying sharing these conversations with you. To discover more opportunities and to sign up for the 21-day journey, visit agwm.org slash on the way.